You are listening to the Creative Spirits Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Benji. I'm an artist, art educator, and creative coach. I'm here to share with you my journey as an artist. I also interview other artists to share their journey and their words of wisdom. I believe we are all born to create. It just takes a little bit of practice, patience, and persistence to get to where you want to be. So please stay tuned. You are listening to episode 52 of the Creative Spirits Podcast. Today my guest is Sakina Dohadwala. She is a fine artist living in Bombay, India. Her art is very cosmically inspired and she says our cosmic nature and infinite potential we hold as creatives and human beings inspire her work. She holds a bachelor's degree in applied arts and craft and only recognized her passion for fine art a few years after graduating college. Sakina perceives art to be her gateway to a different world, one of quiet contemplation, a welcome respite from a busy, sometimes overwhelming city. This conflicting set of habits has come together to form the identity and ongoing narrative of her art. Her flow comes from the juxtaposition of the world outside and the world within, and that's what she aims to explore through her art. So please stay tuned for this beautiful and inspiring interview. Hi, Sakina. Thank you for being on my podcast. Thank you for having me. So tell us more about yourself and who or what inspired you to become an artist. Okay, so my name is Sakina Dohanzana. I live in Bombay in India. Um, I started fully kind of dabbling into art about a year ago. Um, and I did go to art college um, for five years, but that was more design, advertising, branding related. And it took me five years of college to kind of realize that I didn't like that aspect of art so much. And that's probably the path that I wanted to go down. And so um, as I graduated from college, I started working with an event company. And that was amazing. Um, it was something new every single day just so much creativity all around me and around that time um, I started experimenting with watercolors a little bit mm. so I would just come um, start like do tiny little flower paintings I don't know how to paint and watercolors like if you're familiar they're a finicky medium so it takes yes. a little bit <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so I started playing around with that and I just really enjoyed it and then um somewhere down the line I found acrylics and I absolutely fell in love with them um acrylics are really forgiving as a medium so you can just you know layer and layer and I mean it's easier as a beginner to work with acrylics so that's what I started working with and then 
I paint these like landscapes, um, sunsets, oceans, and yeah, that's pretty much how I kind of started. And through the last year, um, my art has gone down very different um, directions. There's been a lot of play, a lot of um, exploration, and it took me a while to kind. Of, I mean, I wouldn't say that I've arrived at a style, but um, yeah, I kind of lost track a little bit, but uh, yeah, this is what I do. Um, I'm an acrylic mixed medium artist. Yes, and you create a lot of cosmically inspired pieces, mm-hmm. which is just stunning. I just love the work you create. Where did that idea come from? Um, okay, so... I do this thing called a daily painting challenge. And it's basically where for about 30 days you paint every single day. And I did the first one and that just had like, it gave me a lot of space to um, just experiment with mediums with different kinds of subjects, et cetera. And so after that one, I decided in Feb, so a couple of months ago, that I wanted to do another daily painting challenge. And so I kind of started looking for inspiration about what I wanted to paint, because you like it's easier to have one subject to commit to instead of having to think what you want to paint every single day. Mm-hmm. So I was looking around, and um, I would see these um, photos of just galaxies, and I loved them. And so I, I would just keep saving them. And even now, I have like hundreds of them on my phone but um so I think subconsciously that kind of took root and I found myself really drawn to it and also kind of wondering how I could create that kind of art and so um this one day I went to the art store uh came across acrylic inks I never really used them before and so I just got them home to see how they worked and they were just amazing, they were incredible. Um, the thing with like acrylic inks and cosmic inspired art is that um, when you play around with inks, with water, with salt, with textures, it's just going to give you a different effect every single time. Mm-hmm. And that's what I loved about it. The unpredictability, the idea that I never knew what my end result would look like and so um that cosmic thing that's um what inspired me that's also what excited me and so I went down that path and initially I was actually going to do a series on like horses and then I thought okay maybe I'll make it like animals but um this one day I started painting moons and I actually did it because I had a little bit of space left in a painting and I didn't want it to look empty so I painted like the face of the moon around it. And after that, I was completely hooked. And wow. every single day, day after day, that's all I kept painting. So I wouldn't paint, I mean, I wouldn't say that the moon inspired art is something that I um, went in to intentionally. It, it just happened. But um, I think it was also meant to happen in some yes. ways. Yes. uh, And I love how you said you did a painting challenge because I've done several of those. Mm 
And yeah, and it's, I, I think I've done three or four of those. And it always brought something different for me and a different, I don't know, awareness with my mm-hmm. art and growth. And, you, you know, you come to learn things about yourself and what you're capable of and that it's okay to make the mistakes. And uh, I just, I always, I did a podcast on that too about, you know, doing a painting challenge or painting journey because it just brings so much to you and your artwork. And um, it's not just about the end result. It's like a journey. It's a process. And I think it's beautiful that you did that and this came about and you, you didn't know what was going to happen. And I love that. Exactly. And I think with you, if I remember correctly, you actually did like a hundred day daily painting challenge, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah. And I, every time I do it, I just love it. And there's some days where I'm like, Oh, my gosh, what am I going to do today? <laughs> but yeah. Even if it's just a sketch, it's something mm-hmm. and I don't put too much pressure on I think people put too much pressure on themselves yeah. when they think, Oh, I'm going to do this, you know, daily painting. And oh, mm-hmm. how am I going to do that? But I think making it fun and just awesome. letting go of the perfectionism and and just allowing. I think that those are the main things. Um, and so I think it's wonderful. There's also another artist in our, gr- and, um, our group, um, Marianne Benoit, who I don't know if you've been following her. She's been doing um, – a, a ch- she did a – challenge too with her artwork with her fractal art and she's like I I'm gonna keep doing it it's just it's felt so yeah. good yeah so it wow. unlocks a completely new level of your creativity that you did not know existed exactly exactly and I think a lot of times we think it's like um we have a block but mm-hmm. we really don't like if we just show up every day it will come even if it's not perfect I think we're just a lot of artists we are creatives we beat ourselves up for not you know making it look yeah 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 Yeah, like ah what is this this is horrible and then you just give up (laughs) exactly the pressure to make a pretty painting right and I think the biggest breakthroughs in my creativity and art happen when I completely let go of expectations and every single time I think my biggest breakthroughs have happened right after my biggest breakdowns happened (laughs) when I was like I cannot do this right painting is just completely spiraling out of control I give up and you know what now that I've made a mess I just might as well go all out on it (laughs) and the worst thing that I'm gonna do is like have to get rid of the canvas and like get a new canvas and that's completely okay and it kind of took a different direction after that when you surrender to the process and when you're like, okay, cool, you know, I'm just gonna let whatever flow flows and let this let my art decide the direction that it wants to take. Um that that's beautiful. Just, like yeah. That was a huge shift in my approach. In your approach. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I interviewed another artist, Jen Verge, and she said, mm-hmm. you know, it's 
there were pieces of, you know, artwork that she created and, you know, the mistakes she made, the things that bothered her were the things that people who saw her work focused on and said, oh, I love that. <laughs> and she's <Yeah>. like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think us creatives, we kind of like look at a painting and it's like, flaw, 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 mistake, yeah. bad. <laughs> and someone else looks at it collectively as a whole and it's like, oh my God, that's an absolutely amazing piece of art. And I think these like little flaws and imperfections is actually what makes your artwork raw and um it allows someone to resonate with it even more deeply because no one's yes. really looking for perfection in artwork. They're looking for authenticity and yes. connection. And I think that's just perfect. That it's such a like difficult lesson to learn. It is. As an artist, because I don't um, know about, you know, what your journey has been like, but for us, it was, it was such a heavy focus on perfection, on having yeah. things right, right from the get-go, right? And I remember this one professor of ours in college would be like, your art is a reflection of you. So, you know, even if your line is like half a centimeter out of the box, it means that you're a terrible artist. So, you know, unlearning all of that, it took, that took more work than actually um, making art and um, learning more skills. Yes, yes, I agree. Oh, yeah, I, I came from the perfectionism mode for many years. And, oh, yeah. why, you know, I paint, I do a lot of portraits and I'm like, oh, the yeah. eyes, why did they look like that? And the <laughs> lips are wrong and the nose is, and it took me a while to get to that. Okay, let it go. And I think the doing the 100 day journey for me doing that several times has helped me get yeah. out of that because um, I would I would beat myself up or like this, I don't, I don't want to post this and, yeah. you know, but now it's like, okay, whatever. I'm <laughs> just it's, let it's it go. Journey. Yeah. And yeah. especially with, because you've been like portraits and anatomy, there's just so much scope for things to go like wonky and disfigured. Yeah. And we were in our college and we had anatomy, right? And I would dread it every single week because, <laughs> the eyes are never going to look the same and like one side of the nose is just (laughs) floppy and the lips are wonky and it was just disaster after disaster yeah but that's where we learn right (laughs) yeah exactly that's where the growth is what is the meaning behind your artwork what message do you want to send to the world um so art for me, and especially like this kind of art, was always kind of um, a way to explore something more deeply. So not um, looking at art as like an inanimate object of creation, but really something that has consciousness running through it. and. I want my art first to be able to tell its own story and to connect with the people that it connects. And I've had so many people that have messaged me and been like, oh, your art speaks to me. And it speaks to me based upon where I am in my journey, whatever it means to them. So Mm. I, of course, like for me as an artist, 
um, you know, like I said, I was looking to explore deeper concepts of us, of ourselves, of the things around us, right? Simple, everyday things like the moon or um, just colors, uh, the way that um, water interacts with these colors and the, just making art and letting it be whatever it is. Um, and then again, reminding myself of um, our cosmic nature, of the infinite potential that we hold as mm-hmm. artists, but also as human beings, whether or not you're creative. I mean, this isn't like artists are special. It just, um, it's my way of expressing a feeling or a thought or an emotion. And for someone else, it kind of creates its own um, message. Like, I think it just speaks its own message. Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, That's so beautiful. I love that. And how does your culture and where you were raised, how did that influence your art? Um, I wouldn't say that my culture has influenced my art a lot. If you look at Indian art, there's like a lot of um, miniature paintings, a lot of portraits. Um, not my style. I mean, I appreciate it. I think it's beautiful, but um, just not something that I have personally been drawn to. My mm-hmm. inspiration has been a little more fluid. It's just like simple things, you know, um, looking at the colors in the sky or when the sun rises or it sets and the moon at night, um, just observing these simple everyday things. And that sort of influenced what I create. So if you look at my art, it's really not complicated or particularly intricate. It's actually pretty like basic shapes, but the shapes that are there or the colors that are there, there's a lot of intricacy within that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, something I love about um, the Indian culture is like all the colors the beautiful colors and I noticed that and I had um, interviewed another artist uh, Indian artist Vidhi and yeah. you know her the colors in her work are very vibrant and you yeah. have such beautiful colors so I'm wondering like if that has influenced you um, around you like seeing that I'm sure that yes, had an impact So I guess seeing that in just the everyday nature around me and I, um, so if you do see our culture even in terms of like clothing and um, design, it is quite bright and bold. So I think that is definitely that um, connection there. You probably get used to it. You've seen it so much. Yeah, this is, this is what I know. Like, I don't know what muted colors are. Yeah. Uh, why? I, I don't know how to use those colors. Yeah, yeah. You just, it just becomes part of you. Uh, yeah. And has art healed you in any way? 
Uh, this can be a fun question, actually. Um, art has been my anchor. So um, when I started, like before I went into art college, um, I was actually, I had my mindset on studying psychology and I was in college for a month before I made the switch. But um, even before that, I was creative. So I would just like, I can't say that I made pretty art, but um, I just picked up a pencil or a bunch of crayons and I would do something. And um, I think I have always kind of looked for um, solace in creativity. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is right now too. It's, I think art kind of allows you that opportunity to go completely inward mm-hmm. and that's where a lot of healing happens right so whether it's conscious or unconscious and it's always been there as like a rock as something that I can always don't do when there's turmoil even inside or outside and I, so I would I mean yeah I would say that in many ways art has been very very healing beautiful what words of wisdom do you have for all the creative spirits out there? Um, so this is my advice for creatives and non-creatives. Because I feel like a lot of people um, have convinced themselves that they're not creative. Yes. And there is like this division between people who are artists or who are creatives. And then people who just have convinced themselves that it's not for them or mm-hmm. it's beyond them. And I don't think that's true, you know. Um, I think all of us inherently, our nature is that of a creative. Mm-hmm. And if you give yourself the chance to explore that and do dive into it just give yourself the opportunity you will discover so much about yourself and about what potential you hold and I was reading this um book it had this really beautiful line that said just as it takes courage to accept our limitations it also takes courage to accept and embrace our potential and so as creatives um and for artists sometimes it kind of very um this entire starving artist myth is so deeply perpetuated in our culture it mm-hmm. can be easy to feel like and also this the entire question of am i good enough does my art belong etc etc and it can feel like you there isn't space for what you want to do or what you want to create but that's not true if i mean the only thing that you need to do to be an artist is to embrace your identity as an artist and mm-hmm. claim it and say, I am a creative and I am an artist and that's it. And when you stay the course, like you said, when you stay consistent with your art, just continue to show up day after day and make creativity an everyday experience, it will lead to the most amazing breakthroughs. And I just, it's so fulfilling to live your life as a creative, as an artist, if that is something that you're passionate about. So my advice is 
just have fun with your art, explore it, don't put too much pressure on yourself. And you owe it to yourself to at least give yourself the opportunity to experience all that it is that you want to experience and to accomplish you know your goals and your dreams as an artist so true yes to everything I always talk about how we were all born creative and as we get older we we forget or we've been told that maybe we're not good enough or we become discouraged and then we put it aside and then Mm -hmm. we become adults and try to go back to it and we get discouraged again because like what is this we just created you know like I've seen my adult art students like what is this it looks like a kindergartner you know made this and I said yeah well when was the last time you painted or created oh I think I was around that age I was five years old or five or six years old and I said I said well that's where you left off and you're just starting back there again and you know what just keep going until you graduate a few grade levels (laughs) don't give up (laughs) and um I've seen I've seen students who just they they do um keep coming to me and they're consistent and they they do they go to the next grade level and then their confidence grows and they're like wow I can do this like I'm capable and I'm like yeah you are (laughs) yeah Yeah. you've always been I think most people just never give themselves the chance to experience that at all it's just no I am not creative I cannot create that and someone asked me um you know, what do I need to do to be an artist? Do I make art and share a picture of it on Instagram? Is that what I do? It's like, no, you know, your art can be personal. It can be your own. Whether or not you choose to share is completely up to you. Like, mm-hmm. I 100% encourage you to share your art, to share your message with the world. But if you don't want to do that, and if your art is something that you want to keep to yourself, absolutely go for it. So just yeah. don't let that stand in the way of you ever picking up a paintbrush or a pencil and creating. Uh, I agree 100%. Someone once came to my house and he said, well, I love your artwork. You know, do you sell it? I'm like, yes. And he said, yeah, my mom paints, but she, um, and he showed me photos of her paintings. I'm like, oh, these are so beautiful. Does she sell them? He's like, no, they're just for herself. And I'm like, well, that's beautiful too. Like, you know, she doesn't need to, she doesn't need to put them out there. sell if it's for herself and it's bringing her joy and healing, then that's what's important. Absolutely. I love that. That's, that's a good, um, point you made. And, um, so how can people find you and your work? Uh, so my Instagram is Sakina Dohabwala Art. So that's S-A-K-I-N-A-D-O-H-A-B-W-A-L-A-A-I-T. And my website is sakinadohabwala.com. Perfect. And thank you so much for being on my podcast. You know, I see your pictures online. We know each other. Um, through a coaching program and I got to know you through there but it was so nice to connect with you and talk to you and you're such a sweetheart just Mm -hmm. like like whatever what you see is really what you get and that's what's so beautiful you're so authentic and I just love seeing the artwork that you share I mean it really shines and you shine and there's this you remind me of my younger self because I 
was um, very quiet and very, I, I used to be very reserved. And so there's this like mm -hmm. sweetness to you that I remember myself when I was younger and I connected with that. So um, thank you for showing up and sharing your art and um, you're, you're going to go so far and you're already so far. So um, great job and thank you for being here with me. Thank you, first of all, for the opportunity. And that is so, so kind. I mean, you know that I love your work and your photography. And I seriously think that the work that you're doing is absolutely brilliant. Thank so, you. I always Thank so you. love you chatting with you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me today. If you want to see more of my work, you go to CherylBenji.com. And if you want to set up a one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me, you can go to my website and fill out the contact form and I will get back to you right away. We could do a 15-minute session to see if we are a match. And if you would like to join my Creative Spirits Facebook group, please do, or Saturday Night Live Art Show's Facebook group. We would love to see you there. And please comment and share this podcast with anyone who you may think might be interested because I really do feel that it's important to have this ripple effect of light and goodness and beauty and just spread the magic. Until next time. Thank you.